Buenas, buenas, mi gente. You are now listening to Loose Accents. An immigrant podcast for the press and unbothered. Loose Accents covers the issues, stories, and topics that make your stingy godparent who never gave you your domingo pressed about your life. Tío, I'm still waiting for it. We're just two immigrants celebrating the looseness of our tongues. Ernesto is from LA. I'm from the Bronx, New York. We out here just trying to be free, chismeando, and building ourselves in the process. We are right back here where it all started at the incredible La Create Space Studios in Inglewood for our eighth episode that will be sure to put you on the mood and chill vibe. So much so that you want to create your own musical playlist. Alexa, Siri, turn it up to the max because we have an incredible show for you. I am Danjeli. And I am Undocubate. And we are here to bring you all the joy you need for the rest of the week. We are delighted to have you here with us in the studio. The incom- incomparable yes. artist, presentadora, musician, puppeteer, and new wonder mommy, Alexis de la Rocha. Yes. Bienvenida to Luz Access. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming, oh. making our way down to Englewood mm-hmm. in traffic. Yes. Rush hour. Oh, yeah. This little East LA girl was like, come on, get me there. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, I think I'm going to be like five minutes late. And I was like, five minutes late? <laughs> You're we're nothing. on our way. We're, on, we're still on our way too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That traffic today, man. Oh, I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, of course. It's an honor. And can I just say you have like the most amazing tan right now oh. because you just came back from where? Hawaii. Kauai. <laughs> Small little vacation. Yeah. Small little vacation. Yeah. It was really fun. What was like one of the things that you just really enjoyed about it? Um, ooh, the just nature. It's it's unbelievable. Palm trees everywhere, the ocean, crystal blue waters. Ugh. And then I have a little beautiful little brown baby. And she's a year old. And so watching her not enjoy sand was hilarious. She's like a cat over water. Was she like cringing? Yeah. I'm going to show you the video later. Or I can just play it. She sounds like a little chicken going. Oh, my God. (laughs) so cute. But yeah, her little legs were just up in the air and refused to touch the sand. So that was really funny, too. What's your baby's name? Emelina. Oh. Emelina. Yeah. Baby Emelina, you'll get into it. She'll get into it. Soon enough. Right now, she's like, put me in the pool. I don't want to touch that sand. I'm like, okay, girl, you're the boss. (laughs) So the next couple of weeks are going to be like really, really incredible for you, right? Yes. Because there's a really big thing called, hmm, I think it's La Leaf. Yes, La Leaf. Yes. It's, it's. Man, it's a spectacular festival. I love it. This is the 18th year it's been going. And um, yeah, it's a place to watch anything and everything Latinx. We've got La Leaf Film, La Leaf Art, La Leaf Legacy, mm. and La Leaf Music, which I do, which is my baby. And I love it. My other baby. Right. <laughs> my other baby. And we absolutely uh, will get into that yes. in this show today. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. for those of us that don't know much about you, right? Yes. That are new to your to your art, yes. to what you do. Yes. Um, who you be? Oh, girl. I uh, am first generation of two beautiful parents. Uh, one was born in Chihuahua, Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the other one is born in La Habana, Cuba, my mom. Um, and yeah, I grew up born in Echo Park, Cedar sinai in LA. And then um, we moved more east over to like Whittier La mm. area. Oh yeah, cool. Over there. And then grew up there, borderline like Orange County, LA County. Um so it was a lot of bros. Mm. <laughs> Chanclas. Yes, we talked about that. Those. 
Mm-hmm. Lots of chanclas, <laughs> good amount of racism. <laughs> just a sprinkle. <laughs> just a sprinkle, you know, with that Orange County vibe. Um, and then went to UCLA and, um, and then, yeah, graduated from film and television with UCLA and my parents, you know, my dad's really active. He's the CEO of, uh, Ultimate Health Services and he also like was super, super prominent during the Chicano movement. He mm. helped form Mecha. Um, mm. So I grew up with very active parents and with Altamed, it's like they provide health care for undocumented um, citizens, like people living in LA. A lot of them are immigrants, teen pregnancy, HIV AIDS prevention and senior care. Um, and then my mom, social worker, therapist. So it's like George Lopez would com- do comedy about like getting hit with a chunk. And my mom was that almost like white woman stereotype. Yeah. Mm. She's like, what are you feeling? Okay, tell me more. Uh huh. Yeah. So like my poor husband, I'm like, what are you feeling? He's like, can you not right now? Not do therapy to me right now. And where is your husband from? Uh, my husband, he also was born here, mm-hmm. um, and he's first generation as well. Um, he's Salvadorian okay. and Mexican. Mm, okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, so how how did your upbringing um, foster your interest in music and theater? Um, I because of how hard my parents worked as. Um, as immigrants, and my dad just got his citizenship a few years ago, actually. Um, they worked super hard that I was granted the luxury to be able to pursue whatever I wanted, mm. you know, because I know it is a blessing to be able to do that. And um, so, yeah, I was like, I want to play piano. My parents play me piano. I want to mm. do dance. My brother's in folklorico and flamenco, right? Mm. Um, and my brother's the same. So we really got into the arts very early on. Um, my brother, uh, Milan would do shows with us. <laughs> I'd make Aww. him do shows. He'd be like, why do I have to wear this mouse makeup? Because we're mice for this performance <laughs> in the Madonna. You know? <laughs> like, um, so yeah, we, we performed together. My parents would just sit and watch shows. And my older brother and me um, loved to sketch. He's a phenomenal artist as well. Wow. Um, but yeah, my parents were very Art. nurturing. Very, very lucky. My, my dad pursued law, my mom's social work, but they both loved the arts a lot. That's and then amazing. my grandma... Um, Cuban grandma on my mom's side, she always sang from the moment like she should take care of us until the moment she passed, she would always be singing while she was taking care of us. So I think I was saturated very early on with her vocals and her singing mm. that I just fell in love with. I was always Begin the Begin was her favorite song and a lot of old Cuban songs and classics too. Um, was there yeah. ever like a, I don't know, like your first play or like your first musical recital or what have you that like sticks out as a important memory? Um, there, are, there's two. Yeah, there's, there's one. I was so little though when I did dance. Um, I did it for about ten years, but my mom told me. I remember my pet peeve with dance is you know you have your pockets where like if the girls are in front, then you go in the window behind, mm. and like if some girl was in my window, my mom says she's. One of my performances, I told one, like, get out of the way. You're in the window. My mom was watching I me. Know. My mom told me she remembered that. I'm like, oh, I was like, boss little bitch. And I was like, oh, there you go. oh my God. There you go. But yeah, she was, she was, that was one memory that she tells me. And then I remember um, in high school, we performed Damn Yankees. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we were singing, but it was the first time I sang in front of like an audience mm-hmm. and my peers, you know, high school. It's yeah. like, oh, so many emotions in high school. But I remember my leg just shaking, just like this while I was singing. And I was thinking, okay, if, this, if I'm this scared, then it must be something that I'm supposed to be doing. 
Right. So, yeah, those, those are two big performances. That's so cool. And then my early years, and then I got like, oh, there's so many more that I love. I but, bet. Like yeah. right then you went to UCLA, you did theater, yeah. film, yeah. television, all kinds of things. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. For sure. Really Very cool. fun. We, um, I, one of the things you just said right now about this idea of like your leg was shaking and you wanted to just go in there when you feel like you were fearful. I feel like that has absolutely happened to me oh, yeah. um, on, on many different occasions, whether it's like just going to speak to, to other folks or just even the first time that I went to do my first house visit as an organizer. I'm like at the door trying to knock and figure out who's going to come and, and, and engage in a conversation. Yeah. Um, what else gives you that kind of fear, at least oh. in your career? Mm. Definitely just, uh, def definitely that. I feel like um, when it comes to performing and speaking, it's usually the things that I'm most passionate about mm. that will, because those are the things that um, sometimes that inner psyche inner ego or whatever, we'll just try to like, no, nah, you're not that great at it or you're not that, you know, it's that kind of BS that we tell ourselves that that's when it'll trickle in and then that's when like the fear happens. But yeah, it's it's usually like those times, I think, when it's most, when it's my peers or like, and it, you should be mm. like these yeah. times when you should feel like the most confident and uplifted. But I think the more you practice and the more you trust yourself, yep. then the easier it gets. But yeah, I think those are the, it's usually when I'm performing or speaking or hosting like a big event or something, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was uh, fangirling yes. a couple of nights ago See? and I was watching some of your, your videos and your earlier performances of you being in, in your band yeah. uh, and then also doing some of your solo acts. Um, what about that? Because this was like, what, maybe four or five years ago? Yeah. Um, what about that? Um, have you carried on to the current work that you are doing now? Okay, yeah. Um, with the band, um, I, I was in another band before that time, and I had, uh, and then we had broken up, all still friends. I'm going to a baptism or a baby shower <laughs> on Sunday for one of them, you know? She was like, just so y'all know, we're good. <laughs> um, I know. And then, and then I decided to write music. Just the goal was just to write solo music. Um, and I worked with a phenomenal producer named Peter Franco. And, uh, and yeah, he ended up helping me put it out. And then he was like, I have a girl you have to meet. Um, her name's Leah and she should play with you. And I was like, wow, I want to play in another band. I was already in a band. But yeah, as soon as I met her and she's magical, she's pure magic. Her name's mm -hmm. LPGOB and she's a badass DJ. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, we, we hit it off. And so then we ended up doing this band together um uh, with the first with the music i wrote and then we started to write as a collective and yeah that was so much fun um i think in this new music i'm able to take what just all the knowledge that i learned from writing that first initial music um and as well as being able to just hone in on okay i did all this with a band i learned all these lessons from being with a band um, and now i'm ready to just put it into myself as a solo artist yeah, because I'm also very much like a team player and mm -hmm. like what everybody wants. And mm -hmm. um, sometimes you just end up compromising what you really want or what you envisioned and what you want to execute. And so I think it's been like a long time coming. And so I'm excited for like the solo music. But yeah, definitely taking that songwriting relationships I've made yeah. throughout that time and just really trying to go forward with uh, new art. 
Yeah. How have you seen your work evolve throughout the years? What have what are some um, differences that you can actually spot? Oh yes. Okay. So it's definitely the old, uh, I say I don't know if it's with age or you know even having a baby girl now. It's like I have less time to get in my head and mm. less time to tell myself bullshit and mm. just you know like I was talking to my friend today and it's like you're. We're ants on this planet. We're <laughs> on a planet in this universe, like in space. Yeah. Like what? Really? We're on a spaceship. We're on a spaceship. Literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Why am I sweating? Like, oh, I don't know if I sound good when I sing. It's like just fucking sing. Yeah. Yep. Nobody else is gonna sing for you. And if this is what you want to do, then do it. You know. I also am very lucky um, that I have a great partner and uh, great family and great friends and great like great village you know and I think uh I feel like we're on this planet for this purpose that is so fleeting and limited that why not for me I'm very much about people and culture and stories and sharing and supporting and lifting each other mm. so I definitely try to do that with my tribe that and anyone I encounter you know like in life because you never know what their mm -hmm. what their background is you never know what they're into you never know if you actually like could create a podcast together and become the best friends, you know, like you just have no idea until you strike those conversations. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been very lucky. And I feel like with that over the years, this new writing has been, um, it's still a battle because I get insecure and in my head about just even going solo. But um, I think that it's, it's been helpful to just cut the BS mm. and just being like, you don't have time for that right now. You just need to like work. <laughs> That's real. And I feel like as an artist, I, I do spoken word and um, that's always the process, right? You write something and at the beginning you feel like it's great, like something great is mm -hmm. coming, yes. right? You feel so overwhelmed with emotion. Yes. Um, and then you put it on the paper or wherever you sit on the instrument or the notes and then you're like, oh, this is not what, you know, oh no, I don't want this. I don't want this out. I don't want anyone to see it. This yes. is not good enough, right? And it's like that self-critique. It's nuts. Um, that always kind of gets you. Absolutely. But it's like, I feel like the, I feel like the work is important and and doing the work is, is you know, I guess the, the, the most important thing as an artist. But I yeah. think something that we don't talk about enough is the pushing through yes. the doubt, right? Yes. I feel like that's what requires the most the most emotional labor as an artist to like get through that self-critique and say, I'm going to put this out anyway. Yes. Right? Yeah. Can you, I, I'm just like, on my way over here, we, I just had a quick conversation. Sorry if this seems a little bit sidestepping, but. I am down for whatever you Okay, because it's just it's like, <laughs> You know, my way over here, I was just reimagining um, just what like music and art does to, to people and how it can help to elevate folks. Mm -hmm. um, and like right now we have uh, a president, an administration who is constantly battering yeah. um, undocumented folks, yeah. folks of color, folks of different mm -hmm. religions, races, uh, sexual orientations, etc. Have you imagined or have you lived through something that has been as just nerving as we're currently living that you can remember? Uh, I feel like uh, this is just the craziest time right now. Yeah, I, I have experienced, you know, like the most cliche, like I remember being in junior high and this one guy, I won't say his name, although he won't listen because he's an idiot, but whatever, we were in junior high. I feel like Chakra. junior high is like, 
Yes, right. just smack them across the face right, with a chunk. Right. In junior high, I feel like that's the most, you know, we're kids and like all the hormones are going to, I remember he would just say stupid shit like, oh, Prop 27, go back to Mexico. And I was like, you, mm. but it, it wouldn't hurt me because I would tell my dad, my dad's like, oh my God, that guy sounds like trash, you know, right. poor guy, he just sounds, he's ignorant. It's okay, he's ignorant. But it was just like hearing stuff like that and then just seeing it with our president, it's like, wow. <laughs> Literally, this is like the a same fucking tweet. That's, that's it. It's crazy. It's so nuts. And it's so full of, he's the most bizarre contradiction I've ever seen walking. Like, oh, you get so tan, but you don't like, but, and your mm. wife is an immigrant. Oh, but you don't, like, I cannot keep up with his bizarro. And I just kind of am appreciating the beauty that's coming out of it. Like, I feel like because he's so hot mess. And we're, and we're just having to take, like, not take, but, like, he's able to say what he's saying, that it's pushing us to be louder with our voices and to come together and, like, have women and men and, like, people of color and, like, just, like, it's bringing a rise that I don't think would have happened if, like, Hillary was in office. What beauty has it uh, brought for you? Um, I think it... I think for me, because I work in production with um, the puppetry a lot and stuff, uh, it's been wonderful to be on sets now with people of color and like women and um, to even see people in Congress that look like me um, and with music to be able to have like, there's so many more people of color coming forward and being advocates and being on the main stage. And I think especially right now because I am a woman. I remember going through like body, like who hasn't gone through some kind of body dysmorphia mm -hmm. looking at themselves in the mirror and I see Lizzo and I'm just like, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes, thank God. And like, even with makeup, it's like all palettes, they'll show the skin color. And then also there's Alicia Keys who's just like, you don't need makeup. I'm like, yes, we don't, mm. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. there's just a lot more happening now that I see because of, Mr. Crazy in the office, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, there's still a lot of crazy happening. You, you know, uh, that's that's precisely why, you know, D'Angeli and I decided to to do it. Because we just feel like the, the idea that uh, a black Afro-Latina mujer from New York yes. to travel all the way to L.A. to do what, what you did, which was to say, I'm getting up and I'm going to Picking up and leaving. I'm out. <laughs> She's no looking out. back. And she just showed up to say, I'm going to practice my art. Oh, like man. that to me was like, this is the person I want to be with. Yes. This is the person that as an undocumented queer, like brown man, I want to create stuff with. Yeah. And you know what's funny about that is that I, when I, when I was in New York, I would see all these like LA creatives, right? I knew that there was like a really big community of like artists here. And I wanted, I wanted not that I wanted to be part of it, um, but that I wanted to be in that environment because I knew that the more I surrounded myself with other artists, the more bold I would become in my art. Yes. And in New York, I was comfortable. In New York, I had my community. I had the Dominican community and I had uh, Afro-Latino poets that were surrounding me, yeah. but I felt like I was comfortable. Mm. And, um, and as long as I was there, I was never going to take risk with my art. I was never going to be able to introduce my art in places where it was unconventional. Um, and in, you know, performing in the Bronx, um, performing poems about Afro-Latinidad and blackness and, and what it meant to be Dominican, um, the audience would receive it 
beautifully. Um, and, and, you know, the feeling in the community was there, but I would, I, I didn't know how it would land in different spaces, how mm -hmm. it would, um, change people's minds or challenge people to think differently. And that's what I wanted moving to LA. I wanted to be able to experience that. And I feel like a lot of that had to do with definitely with our administration. Mm -hmm. yep. And I was on my way to law school before I moved to LA. I don't talk about this a lot because I feel like I'm still dealing with that decision. <laughs> oh, yes, girl. Yes. You know, you know yes. when like you're right. like I'm very unapologetic yes. about the fact that I that I left my path to law school. Yeah. I think I don't regret it to this day. Um, if if I had to make the decision again, I would. Um, but it's still something that I'm I'm navigating because you know as as immigrants and as like uh, especially 1.5 generation, we have this pressure of like having to um, go through the traditional path because your parents depend on you and your community depends on you. Um, so moving to LA challenged a lot of that conventional thinking. And it, it was essentially because I was surrounded by artists. Yeah. And I haven't been wrong, you know, even, even, um, even starting the, this podcast and, and having artists come through and meeting new people has been like, exactly what I came here looking for and when I moved here I didn't know that's what I was that that that's what I would find mm -hmm. I just came and I'm like I'm just going to put myself in the space may the universe bring everything that it wants to give me um and it did and now we're here with you and it's not gonna go anywhere exactly that's another thing I'm like your law school is always gonna be it's there always gonna be there and the white professors teaching me will always you know be present right. always they'll just they'll still be there 10 years from now always Right, right, right. So, <laughs> right. She, she, I mean, I'm telling you, this is this is why this is why this exists. Yeah. Um. In, in that same kind of vein, uh, Alexis, like just right now, we're like, you know, uh, Bad Bunny is out here oh, in, wow. in Puerto yes. Rico. Yes. Right. You have all these like Latino artists yeah. who are are stepping up, and they're actually using their musical platform to say what is happening in Puerto Rico is yes. not what should be happening yeah, and we're going to okay. support and we're going to cancel our freaking tours yeah. to go out there. Like, what do you think is the role of musicians in, um, in this kind of moment now? I feel like, uh, and, and I, you know, I, I feel like anybody that has a platform should be able to use it for change and for justice and like for, for bettering human beings and you know and community and so for me i feel like if you got that voice use it you know use it for good um you know you could use it for that sponsorship from mac too if you want like whatever you know float whatever makes you happy as well but think about people that helped you get to where you're at too and give back to that community um so i i think it's beautiful i just saw buscabuya today too they posted like we're gonna be at the the peace rally see you there you know mm -hmm. and i love that I think mm -hmm. it's important. I feel like that's the only way we're going to be able to help each other and push ourselves forward and and get our voices heard, you know, because especially in this administration, it's like, you know, it's clearly a white table and they'll call it black. And it's like, no wow. pun intended to this. I know, to I, this know right? table. I know, right? <laughs> it, but it's like, it's so nuts. Yeah. You know, that he thought like, oh, we, we're great in Puerto Rico. And it's like, what is happening? Like, this is clearly not okay. They're not okay. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we, we posted something on our story just uh, yesterday and today. Like, we just uh, mad love and support to, to all the homies that are in the island, yeah. the people that are here in New York or wherever Puerto Ricans are. Like, you know, just we support them. Yeah. Um, we support uh, them being able to speak up. And one of the most beautiful things that I see in, 
and even just the way that they protest is that they're always bringing like their life the music yes, their yeah. like their their culture to to the picket lines to the rallies to the marches and like that is moving themselves forward in, yeah. in, in one way one thing that I can say about about Puerto Ricans, right, having grown up with them um, in New York and always having been surrounded by Puerto Ricans, um, is that Puerto Ricans are pride, like, pr like proud of, of their heritage. Puerto Ricans are one of the most, even Dominicans crack jokes in New York about right. Puerto Ricans and their flags. And annually, the Puerto Ricans have a, a like a Puerto Rican parade. And there's so many memes of like Dominicans making fun of Puerto Ricans in a very like lighthearted way, of sure, course, sure. but basically like, oh, like Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican Day Parade is coming up and yeah. it's like, you know, someone will be like dressed from head to toe in Puerto Rican flags and be like, how do you know I was Puerto Rican? Um, so seeing what's happening in Puerto Rico, I mean, Hurricane Maria was horrible. It was, you know, I mean, it destroyed um, the ecosystems in the country and, yeah. and economically and, and it took so many lives, but what I have seen since is like Puerto Ricans have pulled through for each other, mm. right? And and they've they've, they've fostered a community inside the inside the U.S. and in the island that has been beautiful to see. Yeah. And I think having had having they, I mean, Puerto Ricans always knew that like government was corrupt. That's that's not a secret. It has never right. been a secret, right. especially um, with U.S. involvement, right? Mm -hmm. But what's been so beautiful to see has been the outcry and the rage, right? And Bad Bunny put out a song, and you know that's my man. That's your man. Everyone knows that, mm -hmm. you know, that's... Oh, Lord. So <laughs> he put out a song, something that he... With, with Residente. With, with Residente. Um, and he says, um, Lo que nos une is, is like la furia, right? And, and that's so beautiful to see, right? Yeah. That even when the country is hurting, even when it's angry, that's what brings them together. Mm -hmm. um, so shout out to all my Puerto Ricans out there. Um, and shout out to all the folks that are now tapping into what's happening in Puerto Rico. Because I feel like a lot of what I've seen growing up is that folks don't care about the Caribbean. Like... Mm -hmm. Latinx media has really neglected mm -hmm. um, the Spanish-speaking Caribbean. It has it hasn't really um, embraced us as Latinos, and we've always been so proud of, so proud of our heritage, mm -hmm. even when um, the other side of Latinidad hasn't um, hasn't been part of us. So um, it's it's wonderful for like for me to see other um, non-Caribbean folks supporting supporting the islands. Yeah. So totally. and and seeing how music it's like impacting the movement right yeah. they are here with the tamboras with the reggaeton um and then something that residente says is like you know they call us bandoleros and if you guys didn't know reggaeton was banned in puerto rico for a long time right mm -hmm. and he said you you call us bandoleros like you call us thieves and 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 you know drug lords but we we haven't been stealing from our people and that's mm -hmm. so powerful yeah, right sure. um so shout out to my Puerto Ricans. Shout out to all the shout artists out. that stepped out and also. just man. He's out here bringing it. Oh lord, bringing the fire. Yeah. The uh, another thing, um, another sidestep is one of the things I noticed uh, in watching um, a lot of your work, Alexis, is that you use joy a lot. Am I am I off? That yeah, you like no. just really a very joyful person that you just put that sort of positive energy out. I try to. Yeah, I try to. I think, you know, like I said before, it's like we're only on this planet for so long. So my interactions with people, I try to just bring pure love and just joy. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband and my, you know, families get all the, all the levels, you know, but that's the thing. It's like, 
how you said you wanted to be in a community with other artists mm -hmm. and support. You know, I think that those moments where the joy might not be there, or those insecurities come through, it almost takes an art or someone to understand you be like, no, just cut through it. Like mm. be you, like be you through it, you know? Um, so yeah, I really try, I try to be joyful and, and, uh, work out of love, you know? And like, okay. And then this one is, this is my, my most favorite. Okay. My most favorite factoid that you are also a puppeteer. Yes. So like, yes. how do you even, how, like, like, how do you even become, like, you know what I mean? How do you even get into it? Uh, I wish I would ask you to bring like props so you could have been like, no, no, like, hello. Yeah, tell us about that. Um, I oh, okay, so yes, I work um, for this company called Viva La Puppet, mm -hmm. which is was created by this badass queen named Michelle Zamora, and she is from uh, Brownsville, Texas, and she's a beautiful brownie like me. And uh, yeah, her and her husband have this company, and um, I've been building with them now for twelve years. Wow. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we we build puppets it's like a one spot all creative puppet anything and everything we do like shadow puppets the muppet puppets like the felt ones mm -hmm. uh hand and rod we do um we've even done stop motion for like rick and morty adult swim comedy central cartoon network spun uh what is it well <laughs> bob's burgers we did a huge oh, performance yeah. at the orpheum in downtown that's so cool those are the biggest puppets we've ever made wow um and yeah, we've worked with amazing artists like Andrew Thomas Wang. He does, uh, Andrew Thomas Wong, sorry, he does uh, Bjork and mm. just unbelievable. The the path I've been able to be on from us meeting, um, which we met on the set of Walkout with Edward James Olmos' film. <laughs> just hilarious. We were both like two little extras with like our hair and beehives. And <laughs> yes. um, but yeah, you know, from the friendship that we've had, I've been able to really use my love of like growing up watching the Muppets or David Bowie in the Labyrinth is one of my mm. favorite movies. Yeah. And so now I get to create them and it's a whole other world. It's just a magical world. And am I off to say that in one of your music videos, it's like mostly, Oh yeah. cause it looked like there was like very yeah. like long kind of puppets. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So in this mystery, uh, mystery boy music video, um, which is fine because I went to UCLA right for film and television. I've just been able to direct and ah. do my own little films, you know, with these music videos. But yeah, Michelle did the puppets. Um, we did, we built the puppets throughout the video. So yeah, it's this little puppet that kind of transforms and then falls onto discovering the four of us girls in the band on the bottom of like this sci-fi ocean world. I love science fiction, so mm -hmm. it's kind of, mm. of sci-fi world. <laughs> I'm one of those Latin, like, who's this Latina that likes science and, like, baby. science fiction, like, 80s? <laughs> right. I'm looking at this camera right here because I'm like, baby, this is your girl. <laughs> my my partner loves everything Star Trek. Oh. He won't tell anybody. But what? That doesn't surprise me at all. Right. To be well, honest. I, know. I feel yeah, like that was a very, loves. I feel like that was a very, like, even though he keeps a secret, like, he's the kind of person. That would definitely be into sci-fi. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, yeah. Battlestar Galactica, Star Wars. All of that. Everything. All. All of that. <laughs> of that, of that. So we're gonna shift gears here okay. to really talk about um, what's coming up in the next week for you. Yes. So let's talk everything La Leaf. Everything La Leaf. Oh my God. Okay, yeah, there's so, it's a, La Leaf is a fun, like just phenomenal, festival it's the biggest um, latinx festival it's here in la it's mm. los angeles 
Latino International Film Festival, and we just featured tons of Latinx filmmakers, writers. Like, so it's so many films, mm. so many um, episodics, shorts, programs. Um, and the main focus of La Leaf is the youth cinema project. Mm. So there are so many kids that are able to go through this youth cinema project and they come out like having screenplays written. Wow. They've shot their own little mini films and shorts and we show them at the festival. So it's also one of the only festivals that shows student films there That's on the dope. big screen as well. Mm. And so, yeah, um, uh, Edward James Olmos is the, the creator and founder. And then um, Rafael Agustin, he also is the executive director. And um, yeah, their, their main focus is really for the youth to be able to see themselves, not only see themselves in their mentors mm. that are teaching them, but to be also to execute it themselves, to give them ownership over their voices and, and their mm. projects. And their, their own art, stories, right? Their own stories. And then it's like, it's almost like then they have the, the agency to be able to persevere. And then they also learn teamwork. Like with a lot of the feedback that um, we've gotten from the teachers is like, wow, they're actually excelling in everything else. Because, you know, when you work in yeah. art and you work on a film, it's like you are a team. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you can't get that shot done if that actor, if the camera guy, if like the, mm-hmm. you know, like you all have to work together. And so it's been really beautiful. So that's the main focus right. is pushing our youth forward so that it, it pushes our collective stories forward right. in the future, right? And so you have that and then you're able to have the Lalif um, programming screenings. Um, and we had over 200 something submissions wow. this year. Um, we have a phenomenal programmer and she's, oh, she's Dilcia. She's on the top, she was on the top 30 programmers to look out for in the world. Wow. And it wasn't even like a Latina, wasn't even like she's a woman. It was like, no, 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 like period. Like period. You need to look out for her. She works for Sundance too. And she's phenomenal. So she's like curated that and um, you have La Leaf Art, just mm. great artwork that you're going to be able to go and catch as well. Legacy is the students, La Leaf Legacy. And then La Leaf Music is um, my, what I created. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, it's a fun music festival. So every single night of the movie screening, um, so you have the movie screenings throughout the day. And then that night, every night you can see phenomenal Latinx artists, badass Latinx artists. Um, over across the street at the Roosevelt Hotel. And how has the process been for you curating this this lineup? Oh, it's been it's been it's always a challenge. It's a lot of me talking to myself mm. with my <laughs> headphones at the computer, and then my husband's just kind of like, "You're right, yeah, okay," mm. <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, it's like once you start the dialogue and you start uh, figuring out like who's open, who's available, who's you mm. know willing to do it for you know our budget and who's super excited and some people will actually hit me up as well to be like, I want to do it, I want to be a part of it. Um, And I I always look at that as well. Um, So our head, our opening act, La Mercandelaria, she's the one that hit me up originally. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know what? And good for them to be like, look, I'm trying to be in this festival. Like I need to be seen, you know? Yes. And that's the kind of artist that you want to work with, you know? This is a, it's a, it's a cool event, you know, we want to be able to highlight people who are like hungry, talented, and excited to advocate for each other. Yo, speaking of hungry and talented, D'Angeli, I'm looking at this lineup, baby. <laughs> and this is like, this is so dope. Like, By the way, y'all, DJ Sizzle baby. is part of the lineup, which yes. is like one of the homegirls. That's how we met, D'Angeli. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, for those who don't know, 
Um, Ernesto and I <laughs> met at Cumbiaton, actually. Cumbiaton night almost a year ago. It was yeah. like August, like the second week of August, I think. Um, and yeah, I was heading over to Cumbiaton. I had seen it since I was in New York, but I had never actually been to one. And that night, a friend invited me. She ended up like not being able to make it. And then when I make my way over uh, to another friend's event, and that's when I met there, and he like gave me a ride to Cumbiaton, and from then on, I met the the, the crew. The crew. Um. So shout out to DJ oh. Sizzle. I feel yeah. like DJ Sizzle. I end up seeing her everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Like this is a hungry artist yes. who is like, ready yeah. to work. She's ready to Always. work, and she's ready to advocate, and she mm-hmm. is a phenomenal fire like a phenomenal light and fire for our people in the community and she's gonna be at la leaf at the opening night opening night and she's the one that's gonna get everyone there's gonna be over 950 people that yo lit night. wow yeah we're gonna be lit yes yeah, I think you should awesome. actually have like a reenactment of your meeting on the dance floor and oh. spotlight you two and just have you walk slowly to each other. But you know what's funny? The, yeah. the first night that I met Ernesto, I like, I we were exchanging handles and I'm like, oh my God, are you on DocuBay? Oh my God. I was like fangirling because I had seen him since from like from when I was in New York. He's like, no oh my, yes, I am. And I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, it's you. Like, so I kept like that night, I kept like seeing people that I had seen online because like, yeah. You know, I had access to like creatives like online, but never like in person sure. um, because they were mostly LA based, right? Yeah, yeah. So coming here and, and like even seeing Ernesto that night was like the beginning of something. Oh. Yeah, it, it was so cool because it was like we showed up to uh, to the billiards there on First Street in yes. Bull Heights. Mm-hmm. So we showed up to the billiards yeah. and it was just like looking at Angeli like what. What in the world? And then it's like, she sees like Julio Salgado and then she sees Yossi and then she sees like all these people. Wow. It was, it was so cool. And then just That's meeting cool. the crew, which is yeah. like, yeah. you know, my partner, Agustin, our, yeah, our group best of friend is just yeah. incredible. So, uh, Sizzle, Sizzle, she has a special place in our heart, yes. in the loose accent's heart. Yes. <laughs> and in your booties, because then she makes you dance. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, she it's lit every time. Oh, and then looking it. at this, there's like a couple of drag queens and drag performers. Yes, there's like a Hummingbird Meadows. She's going to be our host for Thursday night. So Thursday uh. night is like going to be the, I call it like the drag romanticos, um, like sultry, Ooh. and then disco. Because you have like... Yes, we have Hummingbird Meadows, who's the host, and then Hema Castro, she's um, this beautiful singer. She's going to be opening the night, and then Loyo Lobos, who's Colombiana, and she's like singer, songwriter, and a powerful songwriter for different musicians as well. And then August Eve, who's mm. going to, um, oh, her voice is like pure smoke and honey out of like a David Lynch mm. film. She's pure magic. Wow. I love, I love. I love her, and I'm so excited that she was down to perform. And then DJ Vic Jagger, who is a drag performer as well, awesome. she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna close out that night. She also has Haas of Flamboyance, and you can watch Pose in downtown with her and her crew. And Sunday drag brunches in Santana. Then Jelly, I, I imagine us already showing up. Yeah. And then you like having those really long gloves that you had the other day when we were at I that cannot. gala. Yes, you can. And this then you have your night. hair pulled up. <laughs> With your curls just down the side? You know, something casual. <laughs> something casual. Yes. Just yes. Throw, throwing something on. Just, <laughs> just a Thursday evening at the Roosevelt. Yes, this is the night to wear that ball gown. Everything. That's awesome. Everything. 
my god shiny. i'll go shopping with my mom my mom's like oh i don't i don't know what i'm gonna wear that i was like you wear that to 7-eleven it doesn't matter like, go wear it yeah that, that's my man yes. showing up to 7-eleven with a fur like yes yes that that okay. really is him that, that really is him definitely need to meet and him. then you will be also performing yes i'm gonna be performing that's so on cool saturday saturday is oh i'm sorry i'm friday i'm friday um, that is going to be a more electronic synth and then booty shaking in the night mm, uh, okay. feel that night. So it's a lot of electronic. Which is perfect for like a Which Saturday is, night. You know, yeah. Yeah. appropriate. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be Friday night. And that's the Oh, it's Friday. 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 Night. Friday night is going to be synth electronic. And yeah, I'll be performing as a solo artist, which will be my first time. Oh, how do you feel about that? Oh, I'm like... And how did you prepare? Yes, I teeter between, I'm going to throw up, <laughs> to, oh my God, I'm so excited, to, oh, I'm going to throw up, no, I'm excited. So it's like, it's this mental game of like, don't be fearful, be excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we were talking about earlier. Um, but I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. And what I've been doing to prepare is I've just been working on La Leaf. So now I'm like, okay, okay. Girl, you need to finish that song because you're going to perform it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so just singing it in the car, wherever I'm going, and then uh, working in Ableton to um, finish the songs. I want to have the backing tracks done. Okay, awesome. And then going to perform in my garage. There you go. Yeah. Catch her at the garage. I'm going to be like, hold up. Yeah. Let come, me see. Come over. Let me be a, a one person adding to I'm just list. south of you. Yeah. Cover, so come on down. <laughs> and then uh, Yarina De Marco is also going to be there. Yeah. She's headlining that night. Sheesh. And it's her EP release party. Wow. Yeah. There's going to be vibes, yeah. colors, outfits. Absolutely. Platform shoes. Yes. That jelly get them ready. Yeah. She's got those dancers. Maybe I have a collection of them. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm ready. I'm ready. Any of the nights are the nights to show up. And your brother? And my brother. It's going to be part of the lineup. Milancito. Yeah, Milan, who I used to dress up in <laughs> little mouse makeup and everything. Oh, Aww. So, in the first band I was in, we were in the band together. So, it was my brother, it was my husband. My husband was a bass player. And we were in this band called Beatmo together. And then we stopped Beatmo, and I continued on with music. And he you know, didn't continue on with a band, but he's been writing music since that time. So he's got this beautiful collection of songs that I think just this year, someone had asked him like, hey, if you could do anything, because he does real estate, he works for Anthem and he does so much stuff. Yeah. That people are like, well, what would you do if you could just, you know, make money off of that? And he's like, well, well, music. And they're like, mm. dude, put out a song. What are you just doing? Do just do it. So he's gonna do it. Yeah, awesome. We've been working together, and and he's a he's a phenomenal songwriter. So it's, it's awesome. so exciting. Yeah. Man, and there's like uh, Jesse Baez. Yes, Saturday. So that Saturday night is gonna be hip hop, R and B, and reggaeton. The so vibes. The vibes. Vibes. Yeah, just when you think it's like sexy, then it gets like sexy. Sexier. Way, and then sexy. Yeah. So Jesse Baez. Cool. Phenomenal. You know, so it's like, D'Angeli, you're going to go from like your long gloves to that gown and then just booty shorts and yeah. platform shoes. Actually, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, don't I hear booty shorts. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like, yeah. Drop the outfit on the dance floor. Yeah. yeah. And then kick it with your foot off. <laughs> Yo, I was just watching um, some of Jesse Baez's um, stuff last night and mm -hmm. it's lit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that was like the big name that I recognized right away from the lineup. Yeah, it's like okay, Jesse Bias. Yeah, like I yeah. see you. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and I'm the, about to see you. And the beauty of the space that we're in at the Roosevelt Theater is it's actually super intimate. Mm. So he's gonna be right in front of you singing, 
And it's mm. like, it's like a, it's a, it's a, last year I learned, you know, because I had DJs come in that like, they played that like, um, Gil, um, Sedeso from Kinky was one of our DJs last year. And it's like, this guy does Lollapalooza, Coachella. Mm. And he's like, someone that doesn't know who he is, is like, can you play, um, you know, less of the, like, you know, like Stop. just putting requests in. And I was like, this is not, a, oh, <laughs> this is not your God. Thea's house party. <laughs> Yo, can you? Evangelia, if you're looking for a husband, right there, uh, baby. You know what I'm saying? We need to show up. <laughs> In those booty shorts. <laughs> and then yeah. we're closing off on Sunday on with Sunday. some really cool artists as well. Yeah, Sunday is our closing party. It's going to be a puro, puro party. Puro party. Puro pachanga. Puro pinche um, party. And you have Linda Nuvis with Chilita Vinyl Club. She'll be DJing on the ones and twos. And you got Tony T and Liquid Wisdom, which is more like uh, reggae, fun soul. And then Yanga um, are the main headliners. And then... Uh, which is like Afro-Colombian music, mm. live percussions, beautiful vocals, get your body moving. And then opening up the night is Triangle Fire. And they sound like really cool. Um, my friend Jose Galvan says like Laurel Canyon indie vibe, like very good, like just oh, indie. Oh, I see that. Vibe. Yeah, um, brothers, two brothers are Mexicanos. I can see that vibe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if I'm, if I'm sitting at home right now, putting on my clothes, getting ready to go to this, this festival, how yes. do I get tickets? What do I have to do? Oh, okay, yes, on uh, latinofilm.org is where you can get awesome. the tickets. Okay, so and everyone the program, check it out. And the lineup and everything. Yeah, and um, yeah, if you buy tickets to a movie screening, it should get you into the festival, as, uh, the music part as well. Or if you're just like, no, nah, I just want to go to the music festival, you can just do that as well. And they're all okay. up there. And you have like all festival passes or their single day passes as okay. well. And fun fact of our Lalif Music Festival portion, mm. there is an hour sponsored of tequila. Oh, there you go. Everyone. I'm, I'm packing up right now. I know, right? Everyone head over. I right. know, that first hour. And that's what you were waiting for. <laughs> Line them up. <laughs> so we'll yeah. definitely add um, add uh, to our description uh, the link for yes. folks to like go, go right ahead, click it, and, and go get tickets if they're, you know, and find us there. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we definitely going to be there. You know, so if you see us, you know, in our booty shorts, ask no questions. Yes. We're just, just going to be there. Just dance. Yeah. Oh. And probably drinking tequila. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get, get that, um, get that uh, throat uh, warmed up, you know? You know, exactly. I can sing along. Yes. Baby, okay. D'Angeli, I've been meaning to talk to you about your singing. <laughs> you know what? Today, I was in my car, like sinking my butt off Ooh. and like the the glass of my car they're like the windows are very clear clear and i'm like at a red light and people are staring at me laughing because i'm like feeling the song the oh, lyrics i'm that. like you know like doing hand gestures like i was like living my life and then i see them and they start dancing along with me oh. but like laughing and i'm like you know what i don't even care and i do that all the time especially yeah. in south central like i'm always like living my life in my car la mega is always like 
playing um, reggaeton or rhythm blast. I'm just, I don't stop. Wait, my favorite was the other day at your story. You're like, I don't know if it was your cell phone or a brush. And you were just going in. You know I'm what? ready because you know uh, um, a song by Four, Apuro Dolor, Apuro Dolor, uh-huh. played and like whenever that song, like that's like a, a classic. Like I was like four or five, and that song was everywhere. Oh, yeah. It was in salsa, balada, like bachata. So I'm like, you know what? Like once a song plays, I'm ready to sing. So I like I was literally in the parking lot in my house. I had already gotten home, and I'm like, no, I have to wait till the song ends. Oh, yeah. I, oh man, Power listen. Music. Yeah, but I can't sing at all. I feel like, and I, I, I tell my partner you're can singing, sing. You're singing. My partner can sing, so I like tell him all the time. I'm like, you're lucky mm. that like the universe didn't give me the gift because oh, stop, I wouldn't shut stop. up. <laughs> I would not stop. shut up. Dude, why you always learn? Like you can sing. You know what? Can sing. You can learn. You can. I can always. Tell, I always tell him like, listen, like. The universe knew, like, what it did when it, it didn't give me a voice. Exactly, because yeah. I don't shut up now. Imagine if I could sing. I'm like, it'd be over. So he always laughs. He's like, please, please, please. 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 Ma'am, please. sit down. I told him to teach me, though. He doesn't. Right. So there's that. There's that. There's that. So I'm sure you guys learn other things from each other. <laughs> I, you know what? I can teach him some lyrics, some some some, some, some writing. There you oh, go, right? Yes. Oh, Actually, you know what? Absolutely, that's a gift. Oh, that's where we were going. I thought it was something else, but anyway. You know what? <laughs> you know what? He taught me a lot already. Right, she, a lot in Jamaica. <laughs> Don't say that my mom listened to this. Oh Lord. <laughs> so my mom, no so I have snitches, by the way. Like, like I have snitches oh, on God. social media. Um, I keep my mom out of like all my social media stuff. Okay. And people snitch on me and tell her what I've been up to all the time. So no she calls way. me like, so I saw what you posted. <laughs> Why isn't it coming up for me? And my mom. So to this day, she's asking me what radio station to put on to listen to the show. I'm like, mom, it doesn't work. It's not a. Right. It's not on the radio. It's oh it's like an internet gosh. thing. Yeah. How do you explain podcast to like your immigrant parents? We're still trying to figure this out. I yeah, I I don't know. Because you can say radio show, but it's not on the radio, right? But it's like internet radio, but it's not actually radio. Yeah, I feel like I mean. Okay. What if if it's like something like it's like the message that you get in the old like recording machines that your tia leaves you behind, and you can play it over and over and over again. But then she's no. like, where can I find that? <laughs> right. I, maybe that was You're a bad idea. You're going to have to like, help her find it. But I don't. <laughs> I don't at some point. <laughs> because the recklessness that we, we talk about? Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. And she's like, oh, like, I want to listen uh, to it. I was like, Mom, this is not, like, this is not content meant for, like, our parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, it's meant for parents, just not my, my parents. Goodness. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm like, just, just look at the poetry. That, that's enough. Oh. Oh my goodness. Well, Alexis, you know what? We had no such a, a great time hanging oh, out with you today. Thank you. What a wonderful time. Thank you for beautiful. joining us. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for that drive. Thank you. <laughs> anytime. For you too, anytime. And since speaking of people following us, where can people find you? Where can our listeners uh, hear you? Yes, at um, you can go to alexisdelarocha.com or my Instagram is at alexisdelarocha. Yeah. Awesome. Easy, okay. Easy. And again, we'll put it in the description so that Aww. people can just, you know, click. Thank you. And Go again, ahead. where can people get their tickets ah, for the at, festival? Uh, latinofilm.org. 
Latinofilm.org. Yes. And listen, she uh, Alexis de la Rocha is not related to me, not that I know just yet. We might be. We, we might be because <laughs> we, we are Rochas. Rocha. But but anywho, <laughs> um, and you can always uh, follow uh, Loose Accents in our Instagram page at Loose Accents. And you can follow me at Undocubay. You can follow me in Afro Dominican Next Things. Yes. And thank you all for tuning in. And one last thing before we leave. Can you believe, D'Angeli, that when this episode airs, we would have been about three months old. Aww. We're yeah. growing. Thank you for yeah. all of you who have like embarked on the journey with us, who have been loyal, who have been listening. Definitely message us. Let us know what you want to hear, what you want to, um, what you want us to discuss, and mm -hmm. also like if you have questions for us, let us know and we'll answer them and, and you know allow you to get even more involved with the podcast. But thank you so much for supporting us in the last three months. I feel like our baby is growing little by little, little by little, and so many things are coming. So just thank you for for supporting us. Yeah, if you're ever interested in working with us chilling with us slide in the dms slide into the dms we accept those yeah right yeah, just watch the nudes you know because <laughs> those have come before uh, and also we want to give a big big shout out to uh terrell from like create space here in inglewood for putting up this amazing beautiful like set for us to record Gorgeous. uh we're super super thankful and this is exactly where we uh recorded our first episode and now here we are and now here we are so again, thank you all for tuning in. Much love to all the people from Puerto Rico. Keep it up. Keep fighting. Keep uh, shouting. Lift up your voice. And this was Loose Accents. Accents.